Blog Talk Radio. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys. This is a special edition of the show. Um, I thought this was a good topic to talk about this month. Um, this is National Stress Awareness Month, and I believe the country is going through a bit of stress right now. So I thought we should talk about it. I uh, just want to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys, or you can follow me on Facebook, which is Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, and I'm also on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. And lastly, you can contact me, suggestions, comments about the show, Saturdays at, with Joy Keys at hotmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Well, this evening, I have a wonderful guest. His name is Bill Holmes. And he is not just a therapist, he is a poet, he's an author, and he's a filmmaker. He was on the show previously talking about his Essence best-selling fiction novel called One Love. So evening, Bill. Uh, good evening, Joy. How are you doing? I'm well, and yourself? Are you stressed? <laughs> <laughs> I am feeling relaxed. I'm not stressed out, but uh, we're here to talk about stress. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. So let me just tell the audience, stress is something that um, is a feeling. It could be emotional. It could be physical. Um, it could be coming from things that make you frustrated or feel nervous. Uh, stress sometimes can be good, and it could be a reaction to a challenge or a demand. In short bursts, stress is positive, but over the long haul, constant stress is not good for your mind or your body. Um, now, Bill, is that something, do you agree with that type of definition? Do you have anything that you would add to that about stress? Um, no, I agree with it 100%. Um, uh, as far as the definition that you gave, because stress is, affects us physically, emotionally, as well as mentally. Now, you know, people want to know, do therapists get stressed out? Oh, Absolutely. Um, you know, okay. we're all human um, because I'm human just like uh, some of the clients that I talk to um, and that uh, therapists need therapy too. I've been known to have quote that uh, and I'm someone who practices because I also do have a therapist myself. Wow. You know, that's interesting you say that because when I was in school getting my um, master's degree and also when I was undergrad as well, my teachers always told us you should go to therapy. 
if you're going to be helping other people, you need to go and work out some of your shit. They didn't say that phrase. I'm saying that. Um, but they told us, you know, and also just to see what it's like on the other side for a patient who's coming in and how they might feel talking to somebody, you know, about their issues. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Um, now, what Thank are you. some ways of – you're welcome. Thank, what are some ways with are dealing with uh, stress? Uh, there's, like, unhealthy ways and there's healthy ways. Can you talk about that a little bit? Okay. Well, um, I've always, I always say that we are the sum of our experiences, both the good and the bad. And unfortunately, with the good, we have uh, healthy coping skills and unhealthy coping skills when dealing with the bad. But also what we've been exposed to in our lives, we may have been exposed to some unhealthy coping skills that we may think is good for us. For instance, uh, some people using uh, substance abuse, uh, substance abuse or like alcohol, drugs as a means of way of coping because that's what they were exposed to uh, at a, uh, at some point in their life and that's the uh, only way that they know how to cope with stress. Whereas uh, for some people, you know, using healthy coping skills such as exercise or like, uh, what is it, um, what is it, listening to music but also another unhealthy coping skill, and I hate to uh, say this, is uh, as far as like with food. Um, some people have mm. been, you know, using as far as like, uh, you know. To kind of numb uh, themselves a, maybe a thing. Yeah, kind of like to numb themselves to deal with it. And also, and that's I'm glad you brought that word up, numb. This because as far as like using those unhealthy coping skills such as like alcohol and drugs, it's just only taking away. It's not really addressing the problem. It's just like a temporary relief from the problem. But however, you're coming once you come off that high, you're coming back to reality and then having to deal with the problem again. So like ignoring your feelings is not really a good coping skill. You really need to deal with your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another way is like journaling. Um, I know mm-hmm. I used to journal um, like first thing in the morning when I would wake up um, just to get mm-hmm. stuff out of my head, ideas, good, bad, the ugly. Um, I also have an arts background. So for me, um, doing artistic things, if it's actual um, visual arts, maybe making a vision mm-hmm. board or actual painting. Um, and also I used to play instruments. So, so if you play an instrument, maybe you could use that as a form of, you know, healthy coping skills. You know, another thing, uh, Bill, um, people have uh, unhealthy relationships mm. and they use those relationships to not deal with stuff. Do you agree with that possibility? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, because sometimes within relationships, um, and it goes back to my comment about, uh, how we, our experiences, both the good and the bad. And sometimes, like, we may have been exposed to, like, okay, this is how um, uh, I, this is how a relationship works. Like, their ideal relationship may be, like, an unhealthy experience. And then that's the way that they use the cope. And unfortunately, for some people, uh, you know, sex can be an uh, unhealthy coping skill. And especially where, you are in a where you're using it as uh, being promiscuous and mm. you know you're not in a, a healthy relationship where it's monogamous it's between two people that really care for each other whereas one party is using the other for uh their personal needs 
or and physical. So it's well. so it's lopsided. You're saying so if the relationship is kind of lopsided. Because I think one it's time. okay. Some people have more than one partner, but I think you're saying about this one situation where it's lopsided. That's what you're trying to say. Is that? Yeah, I mean, if it's like one-sided where you're using someone uh, to taking advantage of someone, um, someone's uh, okay. emotions, that's unhealthy. Right, like a codependent type of situation. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, um, we were talking about the stress issue, and people are in the house, and they can't go anywhere now, Bill. So some people might have gone to the movies. They might have exercised. They might have gone to see friends, and being social might have been their way to relieve stress. What can they do now that they're stuck in the house, um, you know, with maybe a family that they haven't been <laughs> used to staying 24 hours a day with? What are some things you think they could do? Um, that's a good point because for some people they are extroverts, and for being, being uh, quarantined inside the home, that can cause a lot of anxiety for people. Um, if you know, if you like, you said you're used to going out and being social, like going to the movies, uh, going out to restaurants, and now things have changed. And they're using this term called social distancing in the media. I don't like that term. That's just my opinion. I look at it mm-hmm. as physical distancing. Uh, to change the uh, mindset as far as like, okay, we can still be social because human beings, we need social interaction. We would not be who we are without uh, that social interaction with one another. And so there are alternatives as far as like, okay, uh, we can't get together on dinner, but uh, we can do like using social social platforms such as FaceTime or Zoom. And uh, Mm. my sister Tanya and I, we have a, what is it, we do uh, FaceTime Sundays with each other as far yes, as, like, yes. with, um, uh, communicating, like, okay, keeping up with, uh, you know, seeing what's going on. But throughout the week, we do text each other. There's also other, uh, as far as with texting and also phone calls. Um, but in this era, age of, uh, what is it, this physical distancing of being in there, um, I'm not a person who likes to text a lot. I like to call people. I like to hear their voice. And mm-hmm. what is it? But however, I'm adjusting to okay, just re- receiving a text from someone, just to letting them letting uh, them know that you know I'm thinking about you, hope all is well, and it right. means communication. Um, also, with that, as far as like for some people with um, and myself included, I love going to the gym, and but however, gyms are closed right now. So what do yes. you do? I mean, there are alternatives towards exercising at home. Uh, as far as like with, uh, they have stuff now on, on social media. Absolutely, social media. As far as like some mm-hmm. uh, uh, some platforms, they have it on um, Instagram. They do that Instagram, and then also Facebook. Um, I've seen it too. I even seen it on Facebook as well. Yes, and um, you know we were talking just, Debbie Allen. Debbie Allen also. Yes. Remember we talked Debbie about Allen. that. Uh, because she has done, like, uh, she started doing dance classes as well as um, the DJ D-Nice, who's done his, uh, who's, it's now been dubbed Club Quarantine. Uh, He's started, uh, just started DJing one night on the Instagram Live, and people were coming in, and then you had celebrities coming in, like Michelle Obama, Diddy, Quincy Jones, and it just becomes like an all-night thing. Well, not really an all-night thing, but up until, like, he's ready to stop, but... You right. can get, um, 
people making comments about, you know, dancing and then also uh, there's yoga as far as, like, some people are, like, who used to have yoga practices. Um, I know one uh, in New Jersey where they're doing classes online as opposed to, like, okay, you have to have a computer or you have to be able to have a uh, Skype or Zoom. Access to the and internet then or just something like that. Access. Mm-hmm. And then just yeah. doing the yoga. So there are alternatives. And then also um, with the physical distancing and weather permitting, of course, you can't still go out and walk outside uh, because being indoors all day is going to um, drive you a little stir crazy. That's just my opinion. So yes. Just even if yes. it's like walking outside and just like taking like maybe a 15 minute walk, but being respectful of like, okay, with the physical distancing, you're still getting that uh, vitamin C from the sun to that fresh air to help you, you know, alleviate stress. Yeah, just rejuvenate yourself. I've, I've gone walking outside, and what I do is when I see people, I just kind of walk to the street or they walk into the street. So we're still keeping that, you know, six feet apart that they recommend. And um, that's also a way, say you have a family or maybe you have a lot of kids, they need to get out, take them to, you know, they need to get some fresh air because watching TV or playing video games all day is not good. Another thing we discussed that can cause stress during this time is overdosing on the news. You know, you turn 3, 6, 10, 12, you know, Fox, everybody's talking about the COVID. Everybody's talking about how long it's going to, we're going to be in a house or how long we're not going to be in a house. And if we come out early, what's going to happen? And there's going to be the spike. So, take a break from the TV, I think will help sometimes alleviate just to stress around this whole COVID issue. Um, one of the things we talked about is um, elderly, our elderly people, our home, check on them. Sometimes when you check on somebody else, they can give you energy back. I don't know if you found mm-hmm. that out, Bill, like checking on somebody else and, and finally hearing their voice. They're so happy to hear from you. But in turn, you get a little energy back from that. So that can also kind of relieve some stress there. Um, and um, yeah. I want to—we have some callers on the line. Did you have something to add to that about calling the elderly, no, I elderly agree. people? As far as like with the elderly, because uh, some because there some elderly people may not be technical savvy, but also then again, some people, some elderly people may be technical savvy, and they may surprise you. So yes, that is a good point. Uh, yes, yeah, so we do have some callers. Now, wait, before we go to the callers, real quick, you have an elderly person that was techie savvy. Do you mind talking about that elderly person? <laughs> yeah, actually, and I touched base on her today. Um, it's actually my father's adopted mother. Her name is Miss Val. Um, actually, because she just recently celebrated her 104th birthday this week. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, just to, like, call her, just to check and see how she's doing. She was like, oh, she's fine. And uh, basically, uh, she got to celebrate her birthday. One of her nieces brought over, uh, what is it, a cell phone, and uh, she had, like, a, a Zoom party as far as, like, with, like, people calling in on or using Zoom to just say, you know, hello, you know, happy birthday to her, and she was really touched by that. So that was just, like, oh, that's um, great. a beautiful experience for her. Yes, yes, 104. Can you imagine Okay, so we have a yeah. caller here from uh, 9588, last four digits. Good evening. Can you hear us? Do you have a question? Oh, good evening. Yes, yes. So as a mental health worker myself, I wanted to know, since Bill that in, enjoyed, sounds like you're familiar as well with the population, are you finding that 
because some people may have already be, already receiving social services that other people that they are coming in contact with uh, don't know how to or don't have the skills for coping or identifying supports to get through this, these, these uh, times yes, of isolation? I mean, yes. I mean, I think people who have maybe multiple um, coexisting conditions, people who are elderly, even people who are younger who have uh, disabilities or dealing already with issues, they may be extra isolated. And now the people that they can, can reach out to or have to deal with aren't kind of used to being around them or even checking on them on a regular basis, I think. Um, I, I do know that a lot of health insurance companies are making an extra effort to reach out to members, and they're doing that by doing telehealth. So that's another way of dealing with stress. Don't think that you can't see your therapist or you can't go see your doctor. Many places right. are doing what they call telehealth through the telephone or through a video um, uh, together. So um, I hope that helps. <laughs> yes, and that's one to add on to that. You are. Um, but also, yes, I agree that the, most therapists are moving away from moving away from face to face temporarily and doing telehealth uh, because of that. Uh, because of what's going on with the pandemic. But also at the same time, just to uh, say, to add on to that, um, a lot of people, unfortunately, have never used mental health services before or don't even know that they exist. And one of the things of it is we live in a society where there's so much so much stigma against the mental health profession that we think, like, you're crazy uh, going to a therapist or, you know, don't be airing your dirty laundry out there in public. That's very and, particular for African-American community, for the definitely. Latino community. We're very suspicious. Um, mm-hmm. And also, you, you and I talked about men. Do you want to talk about the Men Heal organization that you work with? Well, um, as a therapist, I, um, I do volunteer for, uh, for an organization in Philadelphia called Black Men Heal, and they provide free mental health therapy for um, African-American men Philadelphia area, and one of the things that uh, they have done is with both individual and is with group, we've already gone to that telemental health platform, whereas we're meeting with our clients, and it is a free service, and one of the things about it is with men, um, unfortunately, we some men uh, believe that, you know, it's a sign of weakness to go to see a therapist or that, you know, you're supposed to man up based on the things that they've been taught in life and um, just, like, keep it inside. But that only adds up to building up stress in life. And uh, what is it that uh, black men feel that I volunteer for? It's a wonderful uh, service and it's a wonderful uh, experience, you know, to do therapy with clients. And I know that they have, uh, what is it, uh, coming up this week, um, they're having like a uh, a virtual uh, a session. You can send me send me the information. Yes, yeah, send me the information, information, and I'll I'll post that um on the media. Let me get this other caller here. Four five three two. Sure. You're calling from. Do you have a question for the Bill Holmes or myself? Good evening. Hi, okay, Joy and me. Bill. This is oh. Uva. How are you both? Hola. Uva. Oh, hello. <laughs> 
Hola, it is wonderful to hear you both, and, and I'm so excited that you've decided to tackle the, the theme that you have, given everything that's happening right now. I'm wondering for if you could speak to um, supervisors, managers, leaders, individuals who right now are charged with um, finding a balance between trying to keep business afloat, uh, transitioning to this online space, and at the same time making sure that the, the people in their care, their teams, are still okay, right, emotionally. What, what I'm seeing is a lot of people trying to push forward and to get this work done, but there's there's that fine line that you can cross where people are at home trying to be, you know, uh, trying to teach their, their children and trying to balance work. And so there's a lot going on at the same time, and I'm just wondering how leaders, whatever, you know, capital L or lowercase L, might be able to <laughs> better and stronger for the people they are charged with um, with managing? That's a wonderful question. Um, I mean, as a leader, I think self-care is so important. Um, Bill mentioned earlier, as a therapist, he goes to therapy. I think that um, you as a leader, not necessarily therapy, but you need to take a time out, or maybe you do take advantage of your EAP program of your organization. Also mention that to your employees. Um, some companies are maybe giving a little extra break, maybe some extra hours so they can take a break because um, people need to, you know, stretch their day out so they can maybe deal with the kids and get them out the house for an hour or something. Uh, if they can do that, that would be helpful. But also step away from the computer. Bill, you agree with that stepping away from the computer sometimes? <laughs> you have to do that as well. Um, and then also to add, uh, add additional to this question, uh, basically, you have to um, – I do agree that we're all human and that you do uh, uh, know when to uh, – what is it? Take time out for yourself. But one of the things that we are implementing, and um, and it's fun it mentioned that you, it's good that you mentioned as far as like with EAP, at my job, we are now going uh, – we're now taking, uh, what is it, group, uh, having like – uh, group sessions within our uh, within our workspace as far as like where we get together and we talk about okay supervisors check in with their employees and then we just uh, as far as like uh, you know talk about as far as like some of the things that we're dealing with uh, in this new in this uh, new uh, situation that we're in with the pandemic and then just getting a uh, being able to bounce ideas off of each other, uh, what works to help you cope with throughout the day, and being able to give each other that support and encouragement to get through the workday because, uh, like I said, this is a very challenging situation that nobody would have predicted two months ago that we would be in where we're at now. So I think it's best that we, you know, just remember, you know, at the, uh, just like having that time out that we uh, not only just for yourself, but also checking in with your team as far as like what's going on and then just collaborating with one another, if that answers your question. I think also that um, even though people are home and you know that they're probably home because we're on a lockdown, uh-huh. don't think you can call them at like 7 o'clock at night, you know what I mean, or, you know, yeah. or, or vice versa. Sometimes we have needy employees you know, don't think they, you can call your manager at, you know, 7.30 in the morning if that's not their normal start time. I think it's important to set boundaries for the staff person as well as for the leader. Um, and the leader, you know, by, by showing, by behavior, 
and then, you know, passing that along to the, whoever is under them. So if you're a VP, pass it to your director, to the manager, so on and so forth. And I think I agree with Bill talking to other people and talking directly to your staff, like, what are your needs? Are your computers working fine? Do you have the right phones? Um, is, your, is the system, can you log in, you know, correctly? Um, maybe IT needs to help you out. Um, ask, you know, what they need to work, not assume what they might need. You know what I mean? So um, what, what, you agree with that, Bill? I agree 100%. So we were talking about some places online. So we had the 104-year-old person who did Zoom. Zoom is a place like you can do video or, or uh, vocal talking with each other. Um, there's also this thing I heard about called like Netflix, um, where you can watch Netflix as a, as a group together. Um, I'll post that also. It's some kind of software you can download. My, my daughter did it. She's 26, and she's like, oh, yeah, my coworkers and I, we did Netflix bubble. I'm like, what? Netflix what? <laughs> so... Um, you watch the movie, yeah. I think, all at once and, and chat about it. Um, definitely uh -huh. remember about eating healthy foods because sugary foods or foods that are, like, high in fat and stuff like that can mess up your mood um, and bring you down. Uh, Bill, you have other things you want to add? Um, I would definitely say, like, as far as, like, do things that you uh, enjoy doing. Or this could be the opportunity to learn something that you've never, uh, that you've always been curious about, but never tried before. Uh, for some people, it might be okay. They enjoy cooking, but uh, why not try a new recipe? Recipe that you've never, uh, that you've always wanted to make. Or um, let me see. I would definitely say. Uh, I agree with the far as all those boundaries. old photos too. Oh, boundaries. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That could be, you know, that could be a, a good stress reliever as far as, like, revisiting pictures, but also be careful at the same time that it would also be potentially triggering for some people, uh, stirring mm, up okay, uh, yep. painful memories with that as yeah. well. Okay. But I think that it's important yeah. that um, people make the effort to, like, you know, uh, also I, as far as, like, with mindset, because... Uh, in any type of stressful situation, you're going to have negative thoughts that cross your mind, whether it's anxiety or doubt. And then just really having something to do as far as like with, um, for me, I'm a big uh, affirmations person. Uh, as far as like, you know, just even affirmations, just like things that I repeat to myself over and over, um, as well as like having that positive social support in our lives, whether it's with, um, you know, with family or friends uh, colleagues, but you have to take that time out for yourself, for you, because we can wear so many different hats in a day, whether we're an employee, whether we're somebody's spouse, we're somebody's parent, whether we're somebody's child, but at the end of the day, there's only one person, and you have to take care of that person. And it kind of goes back to this uh, saying that I've always used a lot, you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm, mm, definitely. Well, they always say put your mask on first on the airplane before you put the mask on another person. Um, one of the things I thought would relieve stress, this is something we never had to deal with or thought we were going to deal with. So maybe writing down how you would deal with in the future and is your family prepared? So do you have enough of like toilet paper, which is a big deal? <laughs> paper towel, big deal. Um, you know, um, also canned foods, you know, stocking up maybe on those, making sure you have water for like a couple days. I know the Red Cross says a couple, maybe three days, have enough water for your family. 
um, making sure you have canned foods. And sometimes that can relieve some stress. So you say, you know what, if this happens again, I will be prepared, you know. And I think that also goes with life. Sometimes we're like, I'm looking for a job, or I wish I could do this, or I wish I could do that. Learn that skill now. Start learning that skill now. So when the opportunity knocks, you're ready, and you won't be as stressed because you'll be like, oh, I got that in my backpack. You know, what's in my backpack? I have that skill in my backpack. I need to know how to write, you know, a social media something. I, I, I took a social media class. I got a certificate, and I'm ready to take that job. You know what I mean? I need to learn C++ or something else. And you'll be ready when the opportunity knocks. So I think that also is a way to relieve stress um, in your life. Um, I really thank you, Bill, for coming on today, and I thank the listeners for calling in. Uh, we're going to be posting some links for you guys. Uh, Bill's going to be sending me some stuff, and I'm going to post some things on my Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and Bill probably be posting as well so you can see where you could go for Debbie Allen or exercising online or meditating, you know, how to deal with Zoom. Uh, also, a lot of organizations, if you don't have someone, because you could be single, you don't have someone, reach out to different organizations um, that are helping. Uh, there's also important, very important, because recently I found out somebody that uh, kind of two people away from me, um, they killed themselves. And this is another time of isolation uh, for single people maybe in the house by themselves. I want people to realize that is a possibility if somebody might have been on the edge. So please check on them. And um, they're also, I'll post the number for the suicide, National Suicide Hotline uh, on, on, on my um, social media for people. Bill, you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I think you've covered it all, Joy. I think one of the things that we should be, uh, one thing that we didn't touch upon is uh, gratitude as far as, like, being grateful, mm. you know. And yes. I think that's one of the things that helps out. That's helped out for me dealing with the stress as far as, like, I keep a gratitude journal of the things that I'm grateful for. And, I, you know, having the opportunity to be on your show this evening, thank you so much. Uh, I'm very grateful oh, you're for welcome. to share my knowledge thank and expertise you. with your listeners. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I just want to say thank you to the listeners. You can follow me at Joy Keys on Twitter. You can also check me out on Facebook, Saturdays, Saturday mornings with Joy Keys, and uh, on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. Um, you can email me, SaturdaysWithJoyKeys at Hotmail.com. I still will be on this Saturday, the 18th. I have two great shows. I have Terry Lynn Carrington, wonderful jazz drummer, uh, Grammy-winning jazz drummer, and also Kent Garrett talking about his book, The Last Negroes at Harvard. Very interesting title. So you guys have a great evening, and I'll talk to you soon. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. Talk to your doctor about creating a plan that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.